Greetings from Tromerville. This is Lloyd Kaufman, president of Troma Entertainment uh, and uh, creator of the Toxic Avenger. And you know, folks, when we're not making those great movies like Tromeo and Juliet and Return to Newcomb High, Volume 1 and Volume 2, we like to uh, kick back and listen to the horror show because the horror show with uh, Bill and Mike and what are your names again? Sean and Joe. With Sean, with Sean and Joe. The uh, the uh, the horror horror show with Sean and Joe uh, rhymes, and that's reason enough for it to be the uh, the best show that we gay people like. the horror show the show that dissects mutilates dismembers and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events i'm sean i'm joe i wasn't ready for this joe for what uh just to start the show oh, just-, <laughs> just just to start the right, show. good uh so we're gonna be doing something a little different we man it feels like it's been forever so just the two of us. You know what? Yeah, for since it's just the two of us, since it's been no weird lummoxes hanging around, uh, and Creature Feature Month really took its toll on me. Yeah, for sure, it, it took a way bigger toll on me than I thought. <laughs> I wasn't sure I was ever going to watch a horror movie again after watching some of the shit I watched. One after another. I mean, we didn't even touch... Like, the, what we talked about was just the tip of the iceberg. You I know. know. There's so, many, so much more that and we And there watched. was so much stuff we watched that we didn't even talk about because we were just... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We get so like, disgusted with one thing that we talk about it for 10 minutes. Yeah. It was awful. <laughs> it really was. I haven't watched an enjoyable Actually, horror movie in a while. It's funny. I just moved the microphone, so hopefully I didn't pick up... Uh, yeah, I was just thinking, actually, it's kind of funny. Recently, I've been on a bender of like newer horror movies and really good ones, actually. I've been watching some really good stuff. And I've really been enjoying myself and like I've been binge watching almost. And I just realized it was probably because I'd been watching <laughs> such crap for so long <laughs> that it was just such a relief. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. Oh my God. See, I'm like the opposite. I have not watched a good one. I just can't stop watching shit. <laughs> oh my it's God. Just like, it's, like, it's like heroin. <laughs> like I just can't stop watching bad things. Oh, man. So this episode's going to be a little different. Uh, we have October coming up, so this is kind of a weird tweener episode. I really couldn't talk about Creature Features one more time, though. So we're going to talk about Scaricon. Yeah. A convention we went to that was really fun. We're going to talk about... That's basically it. Pretty much some it. other stuff. Some some of our schedule for the upcoming. Yep, month. yep. We'll tell you guys what's going on for October, and that's it's really going to be it. Um, but first, guys, you guys need to get on our Facebook page if you're not already on there. It is a blast lately. People are <laughs> we're talking a lot of bullshit. <laughs> a lot. We're talking. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. I, it's I awesome. It. It's a blast. And uh, so I have some comments 
from some people that I wanted to share. Uh, some of these go back to a lot older ideas. Um, but, you know, throw in your two cents. And this is kind of just to show you what people are talking about. So let's see. Uh, we have an email from or a Facebook message from Brooke K. She says, I'm catching up on all the early episodes and I just have so much to say. Sean, I loved your one man show because you were so weird about being <laughs> the only one there. Hmm. Okay. Oh, and then it says smile emoticon. <laughs> I guess that's what happens when you copy paste out of Facebook. It just writes it. Smile emoticon. Uh, Wait, it's spelled out emoticon? Yeah. Whoa, when I really? copied and pasted it, it said <laughs> smile emoticon. That's awesome. Uh, I thought, yeah. And uh, you were so weird about being the only one. Well, that's because it was really weird talking to no one <laughs> and really having nothing to say and trying to fill up any amount of time. Like, I... I couldn't do that. Yeah, I don't too. know how you did it. I'd feel, I feel I would feel weird just sitting here. Honestly, to, myself. to say I did it is a, a great over exaggeration. It was barely held together. It was awful. If you were to do it again, would you ask yourself questions like like you're asking them to me? <laughs> well, now I'm going and, to, and then use a that different is, character. That is 100 percent what I'm going to do. <laughs> There's some guy in radio that's done that. I forgot what his name is, but he plays like 60 characters on his show on his, on his own show. Yeah, hmm. he does. People have talked to him. It's like, oh yeah, that guy's so funny, and it's him. It's just, <laughs> he does like, and honestly, he'll he'll have a fight with six different people, and he can, like, they have individual personalities. He does not get them mixed up or anything. That's amazing. It's really weird. That that's a sad life. <laughs> uh, she also goes on to say, uh, what I what I've loved the most about the format you guys have going is that you are obviously friends who have watched a lot of these films together but that you are almost at opposite ends of what I think of as a horror buff spectrum. For example, where you each stand on movies like Paranormal Activity and Blair Witch. Two movies I think are pretty divisive. Is that the right word? Divisive. divisive yeah. Among horror movie lovers. I enjoy hearing the opinion that I have confirmed by one of you and challenged by the other. <laughs> so essentially, Brooke, is what you're saying is we don't make people pe- make people feel stupid because I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, what if she falls on your end? That's true. Maybe she doesn't. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm the idiot. No, I don't think you're the idiot. I think she might have a brain, or she falls <laughs> onto my end of the spectrum. Oh, well, that's rude too. Because now, if she does fall into my end of the spectrum, now I'm insulting her. Well, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Thanks, Brooke. We really appreciate that, though. But I think that was honestly our plan when we started the show was. That was kind of my idea was like, Joe, I know Joe had seen a shitload more movies than I had. And I was like, yeah, you can like, I mean, that honestly was like your original pitch to me. It was like, yeah, I'm an idiot. (laughs) No, it wasn't like that. It was like, that's what it is. You like movies like Paranormal and Blair Witch. Mm -hmm. And I like, you know, Cannibal Holocaust. And by the way, can we just, (laughs) those aren't like the only two movies. No, no, I know (laughs) that. I know. I, I I would hate for people to be like, this idiot. <laughs> Those are his two favorite movies. <laughs> They're not even close. But yeah, I mean, I appreciate new stuff and I don't mind uh, remakes and I don't mind reboots. Give it all to me. Hmm? Give me the Jessica Beals revamping absolute classics. The Kelly Leaks. And I'll eat them up. <laughs> the Kelly Leaks. <laughs> uh, so that was awesome. So get on Facebook so you can talk to us like these people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also had a great uh, 
email from Mike H on our Facebook page. I keep saying email like an old man. Uh, he They post these things on our Facebook page. I don't know what you call them. Posts. Uh, he says, listening to the favorite anthologies part three, amused at Sean's anger over the story The Locket from Campfire Tales, the Alvin Schwartz book In a Dark, Dark Room, the book that has the story, The Green Ribbon, is a collection of horror stories retold by Alvin Schwartz. It's probably a story in public domain. In any case, it's not his story, and there is no real plagiarism. Other than that, still a lot of fun. Well, that devastated me. <laughs> I then proceeded to ask him uh, something along the lines of, please don't tell me that every page, every Alvin Schwartz story is... It's public just, domain. It's, it's him, just him retelling, just retelling it? it and getting a creepy artist to draw it. And uh, he said a lot of them are no. based. A lot of them are based on. Based on though, even the big toe. Probably when you think about it, I mean those don't sound. Do you remember the big toe? Yeah, I do. Was that the one where there's just a toe growing out of the the dirt, right? Yeah. And they like, like water it. Yeah. Like, like take so care disgusting. of it. Disgusting. <laughs> I'm sure some of them are original, but apparently. A lot of them. But, I mean, he's retelling them. He's using his words to tell them. So, which I think have a lot to do with it. Right. Some author would be like, of course it does. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> Fucking stupid shit. Oh, boy. Uh, and the last one. Uh, Ryan S. sent us a message saying that we should start talking about shows, especially Twin Peaks. I would love to talk about Twin Peaks because I've been wanting to revisit it. So I never saw – I watched the first two episodes, uh, enjoyed them. They were pretty good. Uh, but he says they're super creepy. I don't want to say anything else because they, they might be spoilers. I don't know. Um, but pretty good idea. When I first said it, I said, you know what? It's kind of tough to do because it's so chronological. We can't be like, okay, season two, episode four of, yeah. of it. We, we just have to watch it and but talk about it. then the I was thinking we could probably – we could probably squeeze them in at the end of every episode if we can get our shit together and do like nice tight shows and not just be messes and talking nonstop. So we can't talk about Twin Peaks. Here's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's what we do. We just add it to the end. Like we talk about our movie. When we wrap things up, we'll say we're going to talk about the next two episodes of Twin Peaks and we kind of talk about them at the end. Okay. It's not a bad idea. And we could do a lot of horror shows like that i really want to revisit or not revisit because i've never seen it um cult cold check the night stalker so is that a show or a movie you keep no no it's a show oh is it yeah it's it's um like each episode is this dude that like investigates different paranormal things like i think the first episode is about jack the ripper or somebody that's copying jack the ripper or something something like that when was the movie made in the the show was in the the 70s 70s, yeah (laughs) it's so weird that is so bizarre. Yeah. You know we're going to start this and we're going to be so pissed. No, I think I'm going to like it. I don't think you're going to. No, I am because I tried to start watching it and realized about three episodes in that I was watching Kojak with uh, Telly Savalas. <laughs> <laughs> this, this isn't very spooky at all. <laughs> this man is very charming. Yeah. <laughs> Kojak. Oh, my God. Oh, that is great stuff. <laughs> that's absolutely awesome. All right. So that's it for the Facebook messages. Hopefully that wasn't too boring. Um, <laughs> not that our fans are boring. They're awesome. But 
<laughs> Scarecon. I like to, I talk myself into problems. Like I talk myself into a hole. Oh, I'm, I, I'm aware. I, I, just, <laughs> I try to explain myself and I just end up way worse than I started. <laughs> Re-listening to the last episode when I accused the evil Dana of being a racist. <laughs> and then I said, no, she's not. Hopefully. And I just kept digging. I just, from there, it was just no yeah, way out. Right. Sorry, Evil Dan. I was thinking about that on the way over, and I was like, well, that was kind of <laughs> shitty. Imagine you listen to a podcast every week, and then they accuse you of being a racist. Well, see, see you're doing it again, because you never <laughs> never accused her of anything. You made you made a, a, a harmless joke. Oh, my God. I'm the worst. <laughs> Sorry, Evil Dan. Evil Dan is the best, so check out her Tumblr page, evil, theevildana.tumblr.com. She's got super cool photography. Yeah, she does. So, Scarecon. We went there September 13th. Dude, that is crazy. It's so long, long ago. ago, man. It's the fuck. And we were what have been doing. And think about it. We were still recording creature features. <laughs> what a nightmare. <laughs> what a goddamn nightmare. Uh So, this is my first big convention. I guess I used the term big. Bigger than the last one I went to. Right. So, this was Let's just say this was your second convention. This was my second convention. Yeah. The first one was about the size of a living room. My, my, my room, yeah. Yeah, it was awful. And sorry, CT, whatever. Horror Fest. CT Horror Fest. I don't know. I don't know. Putting you on blast. Get your shit right. <laughs> Better act right. Um, so this was my second one. Pretty big size, would, would you say, like compared to the ones you've been to or – yeah, uh, it's, I mean, obviously it wasn't as big as Chiller, the Chiller Theater that I go to every year, but uh, it, it was pretty decent. It was decently sized. fucking four hours away. So that's what killed us because it was, I mean, from where we live, that's like going to Cooperstown, which is, you know, there's nothing on four your way there. Four hours. Nothing. Four <laughs> hours away. Just green grass and me talking. Yeah, and it's those fucking country miles where oh the next God. the exits are 32 miles apart. Yeah. It was brutal. So we get in. We saw we saw Jawa as soon as we walk in. Yeah, we Jawa walking down the hall. <laughs> I love the cosplay, man. Like I wish I had the balls to wake up in the morning and just be like, I'm gonna put on this fucking outfit. You know who I'm gonna shit. be today? You know who I'm gonna be today? Not fucking me. I'm <laughs> yeah, gonna be a fictional character. I'm going to walk into a casino <laughs> dressed as a Star Wars character. Like, I, and I'm not. I'm honestly not making fun of you. Like, no, I wish I had the balls to same, do that. Same. Or, like, just the attention span and the attention to detail to create those things. Yeah, some of those are so good. Like, my Jawa outfit would look like shit. <laughs> my Jawa would honestly be just uh, a brown comforter wrapped around me. <laughs> like, goggles. Yeah, that's really exactly. <laughs> I might do that at the next con. <laughs> uh, the cosplay is cool. I, you know what? I'm just kind of let down by some. I see these pictures of these, like, big huge cons and these festivals right and the cosplay there is nuts it's like every two feet there's like a gang of cosplay people. right right, right. And, and like i would just i just want to see that so bad i just yeah i mean the one that we uh, it was kind of small it was smaller so yeah. you're not going to see that output and it was also up in the middle of new york where you probably get hung if you Fucking <laughs> dress up as a cartoon character. Dude, I mean, you gotta. Take I, I don't want to shit that. on any listeners from Verona, New York, but that was <laughs> no. like. I mean, we're going up towards Canada, and it was like we were going to where Deliverance takes place. Yeah, like, it was crazy. It was a little wild. It was a little wild, and uh, 
But I mean, I'm I'm assuming if you dress up as a cartoon character in this town, they're not going to really take kindly to it. <laughs> I, I feel like there's not an outlet for people up there of that kind. They were probably nuts over this Scarecon. They were probably like, "Thank you." I can't believe, like, like even though it was small, how many people were there because yeah. it, like, like we've said thirty times in the past two minutes, it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it was really in the middle of nowhere. I mean, we asked somebody in the elevator where they were from. They're like, "Yeah, from around here." I was like. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, but that also means like 40 miles away. Yeah, well, that's what he said. He said it was like 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, next, right down next, the street. Next down over. <laughs> um, some pretty cool booths there. Michael C. Hall no-shows. Wait, no. Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony Michael Hall. Not Dexter. Oh, yeah. That's who that is. Oh, that's an unfortunate... Yeah. Similar name. It's the kid from uh, Breakfast Club. Yeah, the kid from the Breakfast Club. We kid walk is so much older than me. We walk. We walk in and we're greeted to this giant sign that says Anthony Michael Hall has not shown up yet. We have been unable to contact him. <laughs> we we don't know his whereabouts. <laughs> like, I mean, they were putting him on blast for that. Oh yeah, and no they could have easily just said, like, we're still waiting to yeah. hear from him, or he's just not coming. He's not. We've been unable to locate him. <laughs> what? Uh, so we're My fiance to- takes the four-hour trek with us because she's so excited to meet Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> and, of course, that's the first thing she sees when we walk in, just him not being there. Completely devastated. She was so mad. <laughs> so we walk in. We're greeted by that. Uh, there were some pretty cool exhibits. We saw a Ghostbusters thing there. Um, but the guests were on point, in my opinion. That that was my favorite thing about it. I, I thought they had the best guest list there. Uh, you had Lloyd Kaufman, Felissa Rose. Yep. Doug Bradley was Doug there. Doug Bradley, Bill Mosley, John Kassir. C. Thomas fucking Howell. C. Thomas Howell. Uh, who's... Oh, my gosh. I can't believe um, I'm blanking right now. Mr. Rockmore. Ken Foray. That's the one. Yeah, Ken, Ken Foray, yeah. Uh, you had Bennett from Cobra there. Yeah, fucking awesome. <laughs> it was a, it was So it was a pretty good time. Super crowded. Uh, but it was a blast. Did you say Joe Bob Briggs? Oh, Joe Bob Briggs, who I didn't even get to really – we didn't get to interview. Two of our interviews fell through. Joe Bob, who never committed, um, his assistant told us, you know, she wasn't there that day, so she's like, I can't book anything. So you just kind of have to go talk to him and see if he's available, which he wasn't, which was a shame. But I still got to meet him, and that was yeah. awesome. And, like, shake his hand. He's old now. Yeah, well, yeah. That's it's just of, sad. That's, that's what happens. It's just sad <laughs> when your heroes are like that, right? But it's even but sad. he looked great. <laughs> but it's even sad. No, he didn't look bad. But it's just like you, like, remember him. Yeah. The jet black yeah. hair sitting in the recliner. Um, but it's even worse when your heroes are just kind of, uh, I don't want to say rude. What was he? Indifferent? <laughs> just kind of didn't give a fuck? I guess so. Uh, so we talked to John Kassir, who had agreed to do an interview with us. And we approached him. And he told us he was not available to do an interview. Which is, sure, that's fine. We had press passes, by the way, hanging right in front of us that said press. Or media or whatever. And I said, well, listen, since you can't do the interview right now, could you do a bumper for the show? And he said, yeah, for $30. <laughs> and uh, we politely declined because and he said, you know, if, you, if, we give, if we give it to you, then we have to give it to everyone. It's like, well, no, you don't. Because <laughs> there's only one person here with press passes. 
And there's probably only four total press passes there all weekend. Right, so. Right. so that was a bummer. Yeah. And he seemed like a genuinely nice guy. He really did. I but, mean, I mean, he was just working that con. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean people... con like yeah, conning yeah. us. He was working the convention. He was working the yeah. convention. And uh, so it was just a bummer, though. We would have really liked to have uh, talked to him. Yeah. I definitely want to have some questions I wanted to ask. Oh, we had him. such good questions for him. We did. Uh, and awesome. and uh, I mean, even though we're disappointed, like you said, he did genuinely seem to care about the fans that were in line. So I'm not. Oh yeah, he wanna... liked the paying people. Yeah, he just didn't like us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's all good. Well, honestly, I got to interview Lloyd Kaufman, and that was the first thing we did when we got there. And I've never given an interview in my entire life. Yeah. And it was like I just walked. We walked in, immediately interviewed him, and. I think I'm still smiling from it. Like, I could have just left. We drove four hours. I could have left right after that. Yeah. You could have just been like, Joe, let's go. I would have gotten in the car and I would have been, this is the best trip of my life. Same. That I mean, at that point, I and maybe that was kind of our problem. We kind of lost our edge after that because I was like, I don't even care if we get no one after this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we probably could have fought for an interview. But after Lloyd, I was just like, wow. Yeah. Dude, I was on cloud nine. Yeah, it was amazing. Lloyd fucking Kaufman. So... Here, without further ado, here is our interview with Lloyd. This is Joe, and I'm here with Lloyd Kaufman from Troma, the legend. Uh, let's have a few questions for you, Lloyd. Being from, we're from Connecticut, and uh, we work in the New Haven area. We we're wondering if you could share about your experience at Yale. Well, um, uh, this is Lloyd Kaufman, president of Troma Entertainment and creator of the Toxic Avenger. Uh, but uh, at Yale, I... I didn't really, I don't remember seeing the Toxic Avenger there, to be honest. Uh, I think he was going to Harvard. But George Bush was in my class, the greatest president of the United States of America. And uh, he, uh, we used to run around, we'd frolic on campus, uh, and Bush was always looking for um, weapons of mass destruction in New Haven, and you never could figure out that. And then we took a bath together. <laughs> and that was my Yale career. Thank you. Did Oliver Stone ever join in? Oliver, uh, no, but we, uh, we met in second grade, and our parents were very, uh, very, very, very friendly. And um, they, uh, Oliver used to, uh, we used to have sleepovers, and Oliver would beat the shit out of me. I'd go home crying. That was about it. Uh, would you like? My child, that was my childhood. <laughs> Lloyd Kaufman. Lloyd Kaufman. <laughs> uh, how were your experiences working on the films Rocky and Saturday Night Fever? Well, uh, on Rocky, actually, uh, the uh, a little-known fact, but Rocky, uh, I was in charge of uh, uh, organizing the Philadelphia part of Rocky, and uh, they didn't have enough money to bring a fancy union crew to Philadelphia from Los Angeles. So John Avelson and, and Stallone convinced the producers to let us shoot, to let them, let John direct uh, some days in Philadelphia. And we used the non-union crew that had made uh, Cry Uncle, which John Avelson directed, which Troma Entertainment distributes. Uh, so they're the ones who shot all that Philadelphia stuff. And it was shot like a low-budget Troma movie. And if you get the... Uh, the uh, uh, the new box set for uh, Rocky. There's my home movies are on it, and Avelson, John Avelson, edited them down to about eight minutes, and we wrote a script and then we uh, we narrated. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. It's awesome. 
Do you have a reaction on the Museum Museum of Modern Arts selecting Return to Newcomb High as part of their Contender series? Uh, uh, when I heard that, uh, yeah, the reaction was I, I shed my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and it was diarrhea. <laughs> I was so surprised. <laughs> but what an honor, what an honor. Right. Awesome. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, do you have any comments on James Gunn, your uh, protege's uh, recent success with Guardians of the Galaxy? Well, um, you know... Uh, I approve. It's okay. <laughs> you know, James asked me about it, and, uh, you know, he, he checks with me. I never, no, I'm joking. <laughs> the reason he's doing well is he does not check with me. <laughs> but I, had an, I was very honored to have a two-second uh, cameo in Guardian of the Galaxy. And I am now known uh, more for the two seconds in Guardians of the Galaxy than for my 50 years of making <laughs> movies. So... <laughs> How cool is that? That is cool. Uh, it's an obvious question, but did you ever think the Toxic Avenger would become as big as he did? Yes, I did. I, I really, every time I make a film, every trauma movie, I believe, is a great film, and in a fair world, would be a huge success. And I still, I still, you know, hope every time we release a movie that somehow the magic will occur in spite of the fact that we don't really have distribution, but uh, it doesn't. And I would like to blow my fucking brains out. <laughs> Other than that, I'm a very happy man. <laughs> Thank you. know, by the way, Troma has a channel on YouTube, Troma Movies, and you should subscribe, Troma Movies. Please subscribe, and uh, 250 free movies. Every day we put up new videos. There's cartoons, uh, all sorts of uh, lessons from my books. Troma Movies on YouTube, subscribe, and it's free. I just want, you bringing up cartoons, how did the Toxic Crusaders come about? Uh, the Toxic Crusaders came about because the toy company that made Ninja Turtles wanted to do an environmental toy. Oh, right. And they obviously had not seen the movie. Uh, <laughs> so, somehow we have this uh, Toxic Crusaders for... Little tykes, little kitties. Yeah, my original question was phrased, I believe, uh, who watched The Toxic Avenger and said, I think I want to sell this to children. I don't think anybody did. I think that's the problem. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, Mike, Lee. It's really good to meet you. So Lloyd Kaufman, man, that was awesome. Definitely. I, I think he fits our show I would interview him every time. I, <laughs> I wish we can have him guest. Honestly, that was after we did that interview. I said to Joe, I would love to somehow get in with him and just do an episode where the three of us watch something like Thanksgiving or, or Thanksgiving. Is it Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. Yeah. And just watch all that together and just... His commentary is so fucking funny. Like, so sharp on those jokes. Yeah. Like I said, I don't know shit about interviewing. This is the first time I ever interviewed anyone. And he yeah. just, like, he made you feel so comfortable. Like, yeah. It was just fun. Probably the best him. first interview you could have. Yeah. Especially because you hear these nightmare stories about interviews. Yeah. And, and especially since I grew up watching the yeah. Cossack Avenger. It's actually why we didn't ask Doug Bradley for an interview. <laughs> I've watched enough Doug Bradley interviews online to know to stay the fuck away. <laughs> Because he's not going to like anything I have to say. Uh, hey, Doug. Why'd you make the last four? <laughs> <laughs> why, Doug? Why? Uh, why, Doug? Uh, and uh, 
Not I would go. ask them why they thought the one where pinheads like in the internet <laughs> was a good idea. <laughs> I Maybe next know. time I'm just going to yell it at him and see if I can, and then we're going to see if we can record a response. He's very upset that they're that they're like remaking it. I mean, I, don't, I guess I don't. Blame I him. think he's upset that no one called them for the new one. Yeah. Well, he's done a lot, 10 of them. He's so old now. <laughs> Honestly, when I see him, I'm like, I can't believe he made one in like 2010. I know. I, I agree. Like, I mean, I'm not, and I, I'm not, I'm not saying like he's like horrifying looking, but Pinhead always had that like super svelte, like tight jawline look. Like there was a look to Pinhead and it's not my grandpa, my grandpa in white makeup. Right, pins right. all over his head. But, I mean, I can't believe he made one after Hell on Earth, but it's wild. And that was what 1990. Yeah, but Lloyd Kaufman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was awesome. It was a pleasure to talk to him. I I love that. Interview. Yeah, I know he'll never listen to this, but uh, thanks, Lloyd. No, yeah, thank you very much, Lloyd. We really appreciate it. And uh, like he said, check out Trauma and their YouTube page. It is absolutely awesome. They have this Kabuki cocktail hour that cracks me up. Ridiculous. We should we should uh, revisit trauma sometime on the show. Man, there is so much to talk about in trauma. Uh, so much to talk about. You know what? And we, the passion where he started talking about those movies and how he thinks every every release is going to be is going to be the one, the next one. Yeah, is so fucking awesome. Like, the dude's 72. Yeah, he genuinely cares about his craft. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. And he just loves doing it. Yeah. And he just wants to just keep doing it. And it was absolutely awesome. Yeah. And so cool. And then uh, after that, we ate um, some hot dogs. Oh, man. Which Joe... Was I fucking sick. And I told Joe, I said, these are fucking... These are undercooked... Uh, Sean, Sean's exact words dogs. to me were, hey, eat this if you want to get botulism. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm hungry. Oh, you too. <laughs> man, I paid. Yeah. Joe got food poisoning on the way home. not a fun car ride home. No. It was <laughs> <laughs> I may be banned from using all uh, New York public restrooms. <laughs> Sorry, New York. Sorry. Uh... Imagine if, like, one of our listeners is, like, the janitor and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. And leaves his, like, terrible iTunes reviews. <laughs> you son of that a bitch. That would be awesome. That would honestly make my day. <clears throat> um, speaking of make my day, we get to talk to Felissa Rose. Yeah. What, what a happy person. <laughs> She is insanely happy. Yeah. Talks to every one of her fans for a very long time. <laughs> she really does. I'll be honest. If I ever got famous, you fuckers, you're going to have to fight through security to even look at me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It'll be a, it'll be like the time I met Rikishi, the wrestler, and he just, we had to hand our thing that we want autographed to a security guard who handed it to him. <laughs> he signed it. Handed it to another security guard on the opposite side of the table where we walked and they handed it to us. That's insane. And we like waved to them. <laughs> How fucking nuts is that? <laughs> but that's what I would do 100%. Make my loyal fans just wave, <laughs> wave, wave from a from distance afar. and charge them $50. But not Felissa. She's, uh, she's absolutely awesome. And she gave us a pretty awesome interview. And again, 
Joe's interview skills are top notch. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. No, they are. They're really good. And um, so, Felissa Rose, Starve Sleep Away Camp, some other stuff. <laughs> Glowing glowing review. All right, guys. Here's our interview with Felissa Rose from Sleepaway Camp. This is Joe here. I'm here with Felissa Rose from Sleepaway Camp, better known as Angela. Felissa, I actually met you when I was 19, and I just want to tell you, you were one of like the most humblest, nicest people. I met you at a Chiller Fango Theater, and uh, now we're here again. So, yeah. Um, I hope you don't mind answering just a few quick questions. I'll start with the obvious one. Uh, what, do you have a favorite anecdote while filming Sleepaway Camp? Oh, wow. Um, I'd have to say, you know, the entire time we were there was just an amazing experience. And probably, like, my most fun story that I really have is um, John Dunn, who plays Kenny. He became my best friend, which is odd. He was, like, a 17-year-old guy. And... He at, Once we wrapped, we stayed in touch, and I invited him to stay over my house. My parents were like, are you kidding? He has to go home. And I like, put him in my closet. I was 13, and he slept in my closet the whole night. And we pretended he came over the house the next day. So, so John Dunn came out of the closet. <laughs> that is awesome. No. Did you receive any negative backlash? Um, what, for because of the controversial ending at such a young age? No, nothing. Everybody was so supportive. I mean, it's surprising that it did come out in 83, and it was just like, people love that ending and love the story and watch it over and over, and it's been nothing but support. And I'm happy for that because I think that it really, that movie speaks to so many social commentaries today, bullying, um, you know, transgender, a lot. It brings up a lot of hot topics, and it's really cool because, you know, we should be open and aware and support each other and not judge. That's my whole thing. Let's just, like, enjoy each other. We're here for a short time, and I'm all about the love. As cheesy as it sounds, that's my motto. Oh, that's great. So as a 13-year-old girl... Um, that didn't have any effect on you because I'll be honest where I when I in my situation if I filmed a scene like that where I had another person's parts I would have been eaten alive at school and killed you know <laughs> it's it's funny because I really didn't receive anything other than major love and support there was zero and um, I guess it's it speaks volumes about you know hopefully the people that support the movie they just yeah. loved it and didn't have like anything negative to say that's cool it's great thank you uh, do you mind talking about your experience at acting school with Adam Sandler and have you uh, stayed in touch with him at all since he got big after Saturday Night Live oh Adam Sandler was we lived in the same dorm and uh, he was just like as cool as he is or as you imagine in the movies like he would be in his room his his roommate was Tim Hurley who's his writing partner he would play his guitar and you know chill out and I felt like he was a movie star even then like you could kind of tell his energy was big and he was hilarious and then I got to do an MTV um show with him called the party line series and we filmed an episode together and I don't know he was just really amazing I never kept in touch with him but you know, it was cool to say that he's part of my history. So. I hear he's doing all right. <laughs> yeah. I hear he's, all right. he's yeah. doing okay. You know, working his career's all right. Yeah. 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 He did. Okay. 
<laughs> uh, fucking Slayer. Can we talk about that music video? Fucking talk about Slayer all day long. And, and when did Tom Array grow that insane fucking beard? Dude, first of all, I can't go on enough about how happy I was to have gotten that job. It was like, I, I've been friends with Gerardo Martinez, who's the label's manager for a long time. He called me and said, hey, yo, you know, I know you work for Carol Co., you produce movies, we kind of want to do a horror thing. What do you think? I was like, sign me up yeah. yesterday. Like, I'm in. And then um, we met with a few directors and we um, chose B.J. McDonald, who shot Hatchet 3. He directed yeah. Hatchet 3. He's the most talented. Can I curse? <laughs> He's the most talented motherfucker. Like, I mean... This is my man, like, the unbelievable, my business partner, Harrison Smith, who's directed fucking amazing Camp Dread and Zombie Killers and The Fields and Six Degrees of Hell. But BJ did Slayer and did a fucking brilliant job, and I'm so proud of it. We just, and it was a set where we're in prison, and it was crazy, and we had Derek Mears and Tyler Maine and fucking Danny Trejo and Vernon Wells and Sean Whalen and, like, Tony Moran. All my boys came, and... It was a loving set. Like, for all the brutality, everybody's like, decapitated, you know, being killed. It was fun. It was fucking fun. Two days. I beat with Slayer. Like, I was on clouds. As you can tell. I can tell, yeah. She's very, she's very excited. I'm a huge Slayer fan. And then you're, like, producing their video. Knock, knock. How does that happen? It's, like, weird. Yeah, congrats. It was awesome. Thank you. Did you like it? I loved it. It was nuts. And Tom beard I didn't know what to be more disturbed by, like all the violence or Tom Ray's beard, because it was out of control. Totally. Now, sticking with the music theme, I once read that uh, if you were to bring five albums to a desert island, you said you would bring Metallica's Black album, and I was wondering if you were sure you didn't mean Ride the Lightning. <laughs> Is this a trick question? <laughs> no, I'm positive. I like the Black Album. I do, too. I, I really it. do. I'm a huge fan of Metallica, so yeah. I could bring, you know. But now I'd be bringing Slayer's Repentless. Hell yeah. That fucking album is amazing. And it hit yesterday. Go get it, because it fucking... They're, they're the best. The best. Cool. Oh, my God, my God. I produced the album. <laughs> no, I did not. No, just shoot the video. Awesome. Uh, no. Do you have anything you want to plug or anything like that? Yeah. Um, Harrison and I, sorry, um, did a movie called Camp Dread. And then we did a movie. We went on. This has Eric Roberts, Danielle Harris, who I'm madly in love with. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. Um, then we did Zombie Killers, which is incredible. A great zombie movie. with, And it's not about the zombies. It's about the characters. And it has a great cast. Billy Zane and Dee Wallace and Misha Barton and so many incredible. Um, Brian Anthony Wilson. Great people. Um, and now we're... Uh, Harrison just adapted Adrienne um, Barbeau's novel, Love Bites, into a brilliant, gritty raw sexy screenplay it's love bites but where we've retitled it to vain we just got a director um and we're off and running we're going to be filming so yeah i love producing now this Good. is my partner it's great congratulations thank you thanks thank so much you. thank you appreciate it you guys are awesome thank I really you. Thank you. Uh, well that was awesome yeah Another pleasure to talk to. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. No. And, uh, I have a feeling our week 
well, I shouldn't say weak. Your your interview skills are very good, but my weak <laughs> my weak uh, uh, my weak stomach for being insulted will prevent us from ever trying to aggressively get a good guest. I'll just be like, let's just keep getting Felissa and uh, Lloyd. Is that guy smiling? Yeah, I'll talk to him too. Oh. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't picked up by now, Sean Sean does not I don't like want any negative, negative uh, remarks towards us. No negative vibes. It's not even about us. I just in can't general. take criticism. In yeah. general, I'm a pretty sensitive soul. Um, that's good. We're going on a weird topic. But Felissa Rose... So, so good. What an awesome interview. That that Slayer video was awesome. Yeah, well, it definitely was. Me and Joe were talking. We haven't – I haven't watched an actual full music video in so long <laughs> prior to that. Um, and it was great. Yeah, and it was pretty brutal. I can't believe that no kid get, didn't give her shit. About the, the, yeah. the role of Angela? Dude, I would have been hung out to dry. <laughs> But maybe I would have been not allowed to see that movie. But. That's I guess maybe that's part of the thing, right? Like no kid actually saw it, so they couldn't make fun of her. But in today's age, it would be like on Vine. Oh yeah, and it'd be like it'd be like unfriendly. Look at our classmates' dick. <laughs> it's real. Yeah, but then much. again, that was a pretty insensitive scene. I don't think there will be another film like. <laughs> no, there won't be. <laughs> it is crazy that they did that. I also think it's crazy that a man. <laughs> A man. This is very ho- spoiler heavy, by the way. Oh yeah, this is super spoiler heavy. If you haven't seen Sleepaway Camp, uh, well, it's already too late. We've already ruined it. And, uh, <laughs> we'll do it. <laughs> I'll superimpose this before. If you haven't seen Sleepaway Camp, just watch it. First of all, it's everywhere. It's on YouTube. It's yeah. one of those movies you can watch for free on YouTube. Yeah, and no one gives a shit about. I don't know why, but <laughs> so many movies like that on YouTube. It's weird. Pretty much all creature features that I've watched. Yeah. In the <laughs> yeah. Um. But I can't believe that they hired a guy to wear an Angela mask, to wear a mask of Felissa. Or did they? Felissa. <laughs> We're looking at you. <laughs> no, you have some beautiful kids. <laughs> yeah. I don't doubt that you're a woman. That would also be super illegal. She, she was just 13. <laughs> um, so that's that. Yeah. That was Scaricon. Overall... Besides the four-hour drive, it was really fun. Yeah. Those interviews were well, worth it. Besides the uh, botulism. Oh, well, yeah. Joe had an even worse experience than I did. I was just tired <laughs> and just couldn't wait to get home. Uh, but hopefully we do some more stuff like that. I don't know if we'll do it a lot. So Yeah, I would love if to. You uh, if you hate this episode, don't worry about it. it probably won't happen <laughs> that often. I, I would love to get some interviews at uh, the Chiller Theater. I, what I'd like to do is if we do do the interviews I'd like to do an episode on one of their movies and then play the interview within that episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a learning experience. We never did this before. No, so. we never did. And uh, I think those interviews are pretty fucking I'm good. still tripping off the fact that I got to ask some questions and they, they weren't like, get the f- yeah. what the fuck are you? Like there wasn't even a second guess. Yeah. There was just like, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, let's do it. What? Why? <laughs> no, you're supposed to say no. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you talk to me? <laughs> How dare you talk to me? How dare I talk to you, yeah. Lloyd? <laughs> I don't you don't deserve this. I gotta go. Uh but they were awesome. They were absolutely awesome. And uh check out everything that they plugged and I I 
I, I honestly want to talk to both of them again. Yeah. They're both so cool. No doubt. So that's it. Um, guys, October is our next episode. Yes. It's very Best special. Month of the year. Very special month for horror fans. A super special month for me. I'm so excited. I'm also drunk right now. Um, <laughs> so, so super excited. But, of course, we wait till the last minute to do everything, including planning the biggest month of, <laughs> I mean, any horror podcast, right? Like, Yeah, you know some You have, just got to be on fucking Some have these October. plans, like, years in advance. And by the way, I've been thinking about this for, like, three months and literally wrote this down today, <laughs> what we were going to do, and uh, we're still not sure. It's Nothing is finalized, so... <laughs> Get ready to not hear what I'm about to tell you. Um, <laughs> no, but we asked you guys first. We we put out some posts asking the listeners what they thought we should do. Got some good stuff. I really wish we could do them all. I wish somebody was paying us enough <clears throat> to do two shows a week uh, because I would totally do that. I would love to just do everything. So we got some ideas that were awesome. Uh, Brian J., Says go old school 80 slasher countdown. I like it. It's so good. That's so good. It reminds me of Monster Vision when they did uh all of the Friday the 13th from dusk till dawn, Halloween night. Yeah. So fucking the awesome. Best. I would love to do that. Um man, imagine doing a podcast for like <laughs> six hours. For it would be longer than that. Yeah. Like, wait, wait, wait. So he's suggesting actually just doing the countdown? Like no, no, he's oh. not. I mean, I'm sure he's being more you're, realistic. You're, <laughs> I'm just thinking. I'm sure he does not want to listen we just, to that. We just live talk every Friday the 13th well, yeah, movie. It's so unrealistic. Until the, series, until the series ends. Like, really, Joe Bob, like, like Joe Bob had the right gig because he literally, like, it was an hour each show or two hours each show. And yeah. he probably had 20, 30 minutes <laughs> of talk time. Yeah. time. yeah, it's pretty... That's that's a nice gig. Uh, Mike H says, do a specific series retrospective for each episode. Talk about the ups and downs of each of the major franchises you can fit in. If it's four, do Friday the 13th for one, Nightmare on Elm Street for another, Halloween for the third, and round it off with a list of the best movies to marathon on Halloween. Or, or alternatively, you could focus on retrospectives for the filmographies of the horror greats. By the way, as I get more drunk, I can read better. Yeah, I noticed that too. <laughs> Clear as day. I do um, kind of like that idea of uh, choosing a series. It's you know. great. I just, I always worry about doing too much. Like, like so like, for instance, I was thinking about the Halloween movies, obviously, for October. I was like, haven't we talked about a bunch of these? And I was like, oh, yeah, for the Jamie Lee. Yeah, we did. Yeah. For the Jamie Lee, which, by the way, we could totally go into those movies a lot more. But um, but I don't really want to. I don't want to. Well, I don't want to go Especially into the Especially the resurrection. And the, I don't want to go into the good ones. I don't well, want well, to revisit those ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I do. No, I don't. I don't want to rewatch it, I guess. Watch Buster Rhymes talk to himself for five fucking minutes while he's watching it. Dude. 
Do you remember Buster Rhymes is watching that commercial I'm and, so mad and, and he's, he's, he's just telling you he's telling you what's happening in the yes. commercial, but he's by himself, so he's just telling us the viewer what he's watching, even <laughs> though we can see what he's watching. Remember when LL Cool uh, J like, gets shot in the face? Some, well, yeah, gets shot in the face and lived to tell about it. Yeah, he I just has that. like one bandaid on his head. <laughs> it's it's like a bandage wrapped around his head, but there's only like the smallest blood droplet. Like, he he fuck? is he is dead. There's no. <laughs> But even worse, how about LL just playing like just a terrible trope black guy in a horror movie? Like, yeah, embarrassing. It was, it was just a stereotype. It was a stereotype. Yeah. That was the word I was looking for. Absolutely embarrassing. <laughs> what was he? He was like an erotic writer. Yeah. He wrote like erotic fiction. Yeah. And he's like reading it to his wife. He's like, baby, why don't you respect me? Like, what? <laughs> he's a security guard writing erotic right. fiction. Right. He's also a terrible security guard. Oh, the worst. The worst. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure Michael Myers walks through the gate. Yeah. Actually, in fact, every problem in that movie has happened because he's so inept at his job at being a security guard. Because he's so worried about his erotic on that, on that campus. He's so bad. Uh, oh, my God. That's so funny. That was – the only reason I would like to talk about that movie again is because I'd like to go into – because I remember how big they were promoting that at the time. I mean, you're talking about that was like the height of – like TRL and stuff. So that was like their main promotion, like yeah. the MTV era. So like there was a lot of cheesy promotion and I'd love to get into, oh, I was I'd love to find yeah. every commercial where, or like every LL Cool J interview where he's like, you're going to love this movie. <laughs> you're going to love my part. <laughs> no, no, we're not. It was awful. Lorena V, our new buddy. Yeah. Props, yeah. Lorena. What's up? What up, dog? Um, I use dog a lot now. Yeah, why? I like. Why does uh, that happen? I respect Randy Jackson. <laughs> the guy from Idol. Oh yeah. <laughs> Never seen it. Were you aware that he was in Journey? Yeah, he's a bass player. Am I the only? But he wasn't. One? It wasn't like original lineup. He Am was I like the a only one that guy. didn't know that? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, everyone I've talked to has been like, "Yes, of course I knew that." Why else was he on the show? Right. And I, yeah, I did not know. Lorena V. Not Randy Jackson wrote us and said, since Halloween brings out the kid in all of us, maybe you guys could do an episode on kids in horror movies. Great chance to talk about some oldies like Monster Squad and it and touch on some newer ones. Like I Insidious love and the visit that those are considered oldies now. Right. Like I like when you said we could talk about oldies. I was thinking like, oh, the, like the bad seed. From yeah. 1955 right? or whatever. Ooh, that's weird that it we Monster think that Squad. shit's yeah. old. Yeah. But we were probably exposed a little younger. Right. Bad Seed was one of my first ones, too. I know your mom showed you I that. I love Bad Seed. Yeah. I can still hum you that uh, piano song oh, she yeah. plays. Um, and she says, uh, or on some newer ones like Insidious and the Visit, which I surprisingly enjoyed. Hey, so did I. Oh, and maybe mention the movies that had the balls to kill kids in the movie. Hmm. All right. Not a bad suggestion. I actually kind of like that. And that's kind of, I think, where we're going with this is... Uh, Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead. <laughs> Pumpkinhead's the answer to everything. Um, no, but uh, ho- these Halloween movies, I think sometimes people get, when you see some Halloween lists, part of the fun of a Halloween choosing a Halloween movie is being accessible. Not just, you don't just watch the best ones. Like, I don't know if Suspiria is a Halloween movie for me. Oh, God, yeah. 
You think it is? Fuck yeah. I don't know. I'd have to think. But there's a lot of movies that aren't Halloween to me. And, you know, it's just got to, to me, it's got to be accessible where everyone, because Halloween's always the holiday where people that don't watch horror movies are all of a sudden like, I'm going to watch a horror movie. What should I watch? And you're like, I'll tell you what to watch. Exactly. And you got to pick something that's accessible to them. Um, so I think it's a kind of cool idea. I also think it's a cool idea to do the kid thing. That's a really cool idea. Um, yeah, I like it. Watch Village of the Dams. Monster Squad is so Monster good. Squad. I remember Monster the Squad kind of blew up again recently. Pet right? Cemetery. Like, oh, yeah. No one yeah. talked about that for the longest time. I was like the only person that knew about that movie. Yeah, it, it has made a resurgence. It's really I think weird. I think maybe because it finally got like a proper DVD release? and Blu-ray That's release. true. Yeah. I mean, when I... It took me forever to find the shittiest quality. I used to rent it, so I never actually owned it. And then in my teenage years, I was able to find it through some download site. And it was the worst quality I'd ever seen in my life. It would be pitiful now. <laughs> I should. Re- I don't know why I don't own that. Brooke K. Fantastic suggestions, all. Oh, well, I don't need to read that. Brooke K. <laughs> Brooke K. <laughs> She she was she's she's Brooke K is a good fan. Uh Brooke K, uh gotta say for personal reasons, the retrospective idea is awesome. Really want to hear your feedback on a few more classic movies, guys. So she agreed with our other buddy that wanted us to go through the classics and do those. So that's probably what we should do, but we're not. <laughs> so thanks fun, for your suggestion. Fun fact, go we're fuck not. yourselves. <laughs> No, we do appreciate these, and we honestly took them into consideration. And honestly, it might change, and we might do them because now I'm like second guessing everything because I'm drunk. Uh, Mr. Tufsky, another awesome fan who does a lot. Uh, he says, "I always <laughs> what a review of him. <laughs> cool guy, does a lot. No, he does a lot. He likes a lot of our stuff. He just he's never really like sent us anything. I don't think." I don't remember. I always loved watching the Garfield Halloween. Props, man. Me too. On our old podcast, we did an episode dedicated to it. It was terrible. (laughs) Probably because the show was so good. And the Halloween tree, which I've never seen. When I was young. Oh, when I was younger. Oh, my God. I have to start that over. Wait, the Halloween tree? Yeah. Was that the Ray Bradbury story? I don't know. Based on it? Probably. I haven't seen it. I love the story, though. Oh, really? Now, every Halloween, I try and watch 31 horror movies in October. I want to f- do that, too. Dude, my favorite, I'll tell you about that. My favorites include Night of the Demons, The Burning, Halloween, The Thing, Chopping Mall, Frankenhooker, and Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, Mr. Tufsky probably did not like my review of Bride of Frankenstein, then. Because I fucking hated that movie. Can't, can't please them all, Sean. Actually, no, no, no. I'm lying. I didn't mind that movie. But I guess i just didn't realize yeah, your argument was she's not a good creature and that it's not a love story oh my god i get infuriated now every time i see a heart with those two in it <laughs> yeah they fucking hated each other so much yeah i have two of those funko pop toys on my dresser <laughs> i should probably just put them on opposite sides <laughs> people would be like that's very weird um those are all great movies frank and hooker Again, I think it was like the first movie that Joe and I agreed on that we like both were like, this movie is fucking awesome. Yeah, hell yeah. Like that we hadn't seen since we were super young. We're like, well, I mean, 90% of the movies we watch were like, okay, what are we getting into? 
Like, I loved it as a kid, but let's talk about it now. Yeah. Most of the time we're like, "Eh," and one of us likes it, one of us doesn't. But Frankenhooker was just so damn good. Uh, Yeah. It's a a great October movie. It really is. That's a good one. Um, What else did he say? Oh, yeah. I really want to try to do that this year, though. Watch 31 movies. Dude, it's tough. I I mean, I was. It is. I, I think the most I've gotten to, if you check out my Letterboxd account, uh, Robots Ate Me. My best month was, I don't even know, I think January, because we were doing <laughs> best movie. Yeah. We were talking about the best movies of 2014. And I think I got to 28. And I mean, I was trying hard. And me and my wife tried it one year and we got really close. But as soon as you get backed up, then it's like, well, we got to do like four movies today. So are you ready for that? And it's like, no, <laughs> I want to go do something. Right. Cause I think, I think part of the problem too is in October, you just want to like go do October stuff. Yeah. You want to go to haunted trails and haunted houses and shit. Do everything. Yeah. Um, one last one. No, two last ones. Uh, I did not write this person's name down. What a jerk. Uh, I'm sorry, whoever this is. Every Halloween, I marathon all the classics. Friday the 13th, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, The Omen, The Exorcist, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Other must-watch films include Jacob's Ladder, The Changeling, Pet Cemetery. I could go on forever. Pet Cemetery is one of my absolute all-time favorite Halloween movies. I think Pet Cemetery is a seminal Halloween movie. It's- I've been watching that yearly since probably the fifth grade. Every That's year, funny. like like it's always like within a week before of actual Halloween, some sometime in that time frame, I always put it on. Yeah, and uh, that person was Jenny Pina on um, Instagram, P I N A. Um, Pet Cemetery is so damn good, though. I remember. I it's had, funny because it's actually not a very good, well-made movie. You don't think so? No, it's actually quite terrible. But why but do I enjoy it? I that's what I'm saying. I, I love enjoy it. it from. Be- like, there's not a moment in that movie where I'm like, eh. I love it. I mean, except for, well, what's that character? Zelda? Oh, my God. Disgusting. That might be the most terrifying thing in a movie, right? <laughs> it, it 100% <laughs> is. Was she in her bed making those? Oh. oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was so depressing. Um, also, a kid dies in it. So, yeah. maybe that's the best of all worlds for everyone. For our buddy that wants to <laughs> talk about children dying. <laughs> uh yeah, Pet Cemetery. I love that movie so much. I can't wait to watch it. And the Ramon song. Great song. Top notch. Great song. Top notch. That's, I mean that might be a top ten Ramon song for me. Oh yeah. I, I'd say it's probably even higher. I mean, I'm not a huge Ramones fan. I like a lot of their stuff, but I mean, when you heard one, you've heard them all. But at least <laughs> Pet Cemetery. <laughs> I mean, they're literally <laughs> That's that's not that's not a lie. I guess. Sheena as a punk is basically every song. And beat on the brat. Yeah. <laughs> it's every song. It's the same four chords. Yeah. I fucking love the Ramones. But Pet Cemetery is fucking awesome. <laughs> I'd love to sing right now, but I don't want to embarrass myself. <laughs> um but an awesome movie. And to the fact that they ended <laughs> the fact that Stephen King was like, Yeah, I'm gonna put a Ramon song at the end of this. It, Completely doesn't make any sense at the end of this, but it's going in. <laughs> it's so good. I watch the credits until that song ends. One day you want to, want to just get drunk and 
just sing for the entire podcast Ramon songs absolutely <laughs> people be so mad just, just 45 minutes she was a fuck I I oh wow man oh we could probably pay DD like 20 bucks to come on here is that Dee the only Dee's living one dead is dead as oh. shit <laughs> who's the living one it's Marky but he's not Mar- even original <laughs> Oh, those poor Ramones. Worse than the Kennedys. Marky sells good uh, barbecue sauce. Perfect. He's like, oh my God, I'm not even going to get into it. So that's it. Those were our, that's not it. Uh, Those were our ideas for October. We appreciate you all for sending them in. Those were awesome. But now it's time to talk about what October holds. We're going to have one, two, three, four, five special episodes for you including some bonuses. We'll get to that after this. Um, so next week, next week, is it already yeah. next week? Wow. Fuck. We have to record again next week, next week. No, I'm super thrilled guys. I love this podcast. <laughs> uh, we want you guys to send in. You have seven days, you and a friend. You're taking a vacation. Fuck work. Your children. What? <laughs> Fuck your families. They're gone. Just you and a bunch of friends. Hold up. What are the seven movies you watch every day to get yourself amped up for Halloween? We want to know your Halloween playlist. What do you do? It's not the best movie. Could probably be the worst movies. Probably. Odds are. Uh, but what are what are the ones you do you watch to get yourself that just hype you up so much for Halloween that you're like, this is, it's official. It's Halloween season. Yeah. We want to know, send them to us. We'll be talking about your playlist. We'll be talking about our playlists and we'll be discussing them next week. Uh, the week after that, what do you think? Open submission. Let people decide what we do. Yeah. Tell us what to do for the next week. Tell us what to do. Um, I'll post even though they clearly just did they did tell us (laughs) and we're not listening so pick something better Uh, but some of the suggestions were on there Uh, some of the other emails we got that we didn't get a chance to read but some of our ideas were the Exorcist 2 Night of the Demons okay that was never my idea (laughs) that was my will never be my idea to Uh, watch Exorcist 2 the house is October built trick or treat from 1986 okay Satan's Little Helper and All Hallows Eve Oh, and a, no, not that one. Uh, I'm kind of leaning towards trick-or-treat also. We might just do that. But send us what you think. Yeah, not even the good trick-or-treat, the one with Ozzy and No, the worst means. one. Yeah. The worst one. That'll make everyone throw up. <laughs> uh, next episode, Under Wraps. A Fuck di- yes. A Disney classic. That is mine, my suggestion. Um, next one, <laughs> Halloween 3. I, I love it. I think it's a Do great like Halloween it? movie. I like it too. Like, I, I mean, I not Halloween movie as in the series, but like, I think it's a great seasonal yeah. movie. What a weird thing that they did with that movie, though. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. Absolutely nuts. It's it's essentially the opposite of Friday the 13th, right? Yeah. Like, Friday the 13th had the first one, and they're like, oh, people are going nutty over this Jason character. Yeah. But Halloween's like, everyone loves Michael Myers. Let's kick him the fuck out of this franchise. <laughs> out of here. You're gone. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. 
and then we are going to release a very special Saturday episode on Halloween Day. And we are going to talk about, to me, as a kid, this just, it meant Halloween was here. Like, it just, it was, it, it didn't mean Halloween was here because it usually didn't come out that early, I don't think. But it was just the icing on the cake. Like, it was just like one of those perks of Halloween. And that is Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. Yeah. And now it comes out after Halloween, which is oh, bullshit. It? Yeah, it comes out in like November. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. That's insane. That shouldn't be happening. But what an awesome, clearly Halloween fan, or clearly horror fans writing these episodes. I mean. Oh, yeah, all the throwbacks. Rewatching the movies. Them, when you're older, you just realize not, not just every concept is a, a throwback. But like every scene, scenes a throwback, every yeah. every little detail is a throwback. Each segment's like based on a classic movie, and even under each segment is like there's these tropes. Oh yeah, there's in layers, each one. layers. It's so one. crazy. Yeah, it's great. And I think it's a true tribute to the season, and I think it's a true tribute to horror movies. Yes, yeah, definitely. So that's what we're doing for Halloween. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you still. I love you so much. But that's it, guys. That's your Halloween show or your October shows coming up. If, if you want to see something real bad, let us know. We'll we'll be happy to do them, except for the ones we talked about <laughs> again. I'm so sorry. Uh, thank you guys all so much again. We really appreciate it. As always, we'd like to thank Harley Poe for allowing us to use the song Gorehound off the album Pagan Holiday. You can find him at harleypoe.com and facebook.com slash harleypoe. I'm at, I'm on, I, mm-hmm. I'm on Twitter at I Hate Horror Show. I'm at Joe V421. Find us at Facebook, facebook.com slash I Hate Horror. And what else are we on now? Uh, we're on Tumblr, Instagram. What the fuck's Periscope? We're nationwide. Periscope is a live video thing that we're going to start doing soon. All right, cool. I saw Jeff the Drunk was doing it. Well, don't watch that. But it was just him like... (laughs) Super fucking... Just him like doing laundry and yelling at himself. Yeah. So it's live. uh, It like integrates with Twitter heavily. Um, So like in Periscope, I can see my Twitter friends who use Periscope. So we're going to start doing that? Yeah, we are. Um, I've seen people do it for their shows. So you could actually watch us record live. Which might be a disaster but, for our fans. Yeah, don't do that. Sounds awful. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Periscope, actually, I'll do one more plug. Box Brown. Um, I think his website's boxbrown.com, but just Google him. Artist just did our new album artwork for the show, and it is so fucking good. I love it. We'll probably have some t-shirts with the design coming out soon. I don't know if it's going to be on this episode live yet, but we'll have posted the artwork by then so check out our social media and you'll see the you'll see the new logo so cool new york times bestseller designing our logo it's nuts on fangoria podcast network <laughs> yeah it doesn't make any sense yeah we're not worthy <laughs> um and final announcement check out our social media links we are now uh we're on patreon.com don't know if there's an address. Just check our social media links. I'll post it. I don't know if we get like a custom address or what. Um, but we're on Patreon. Uh, the show. 
how do we how do we phrase this? We're not begging for money, but it helps. Uh, with the servers, uh, the amount of traffic we're getting now is crazy. Um, the new equipment, we just bought a new microphone to help with the quality. So hopefully you're not like the quality is terrible because uh, it's in brand new microphone <laughs> that I just paid too much for. Um, but Patreon.com is to help alleviate it. It's basically a tip. You you put in any amount you want and um, you donate. It would be like an automatic donation every episode that we release. Yeah. Uh, just go to patreon.com and you can see it, but it's basically a donation slash subscription service. But what we're offering is in return for that generous donation, we don't care how much it is. Um, you'll, you're going to be getting a lot of exclusive content. We'll be sending you stickers. We'll be sending you bonus episodes, which is what we're talking about. We're going to have a West Craven tribute, which is a horrible, horrible tribute, but a great episode. Very funny. Um, <laughs> And in October, we're going to have some bonus episodes for – we're going to be talking about the AMC Fear Fest, going over that we have planned. Uh, Ernest Scared Stupid, if you're interested in hearing that. Yeah, I can't fucking I wait I should probably not promote this with Ernest Scared Stupid, but oh well. Um, but you're going to have access to these new bonus episodes only through the Patreon page. But we'd appreciate the help, uh, anything you guys can do. And if you can't, honestly, we're just happy that you rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Yeah. That's really what we're happy for. But if you can, if you have the money to help us kick in a few bucks, we'd really appreciate it. It yep. just helps us. Um, and there's a lot of tiers that are going on. Um, some of the tiers you're just going to get free are f- the first shirt we release free, which will be very soon and all that. We got a lot of big plans. So check out the Patreon page for more information <laughs> there. And that's really it, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Can't wait to start October. Fuck yeah. It's going to be so good. So, so good. All right. For Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. gonna start our ramones podcast it's just us recreating right ramones songs <laughs> 50 30 30 <laughs> Shit, I was a punk. Oh yeah <laughs> Beat on the bat with a baseball bat oh yeah <laughs> I don't wanna be back in a bad cemetery <laughs> I don't want to be a pinhead no more. <laughs> what are their famous ones? I don't even We're Opus a happy Cre- family. We're a happy family. <laughs> <laughs> We're making them sound tone deaf, but it's like so. No, they are. <laughs> <laughs> you be-